This is Lord's Financial Planning with Jim Lord. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Jim Lord provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Lord's Financial Planning with your host, Jim Lord. Well, good morning and welcome to another show of Lord's Financial Planning. I'm Jim Lord with my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, today I want to talk about phasing into retirement and some of the questions that, that people may have about that. Oh, Wow phasing into retirement. I like the way that sounds. I like the word phase because it reminds me of phaser, which reminds me of Star Trek. And I'm a big science fiction fan. So uh, I like the Star Trek theme for today's show. But I think you have a different meaning of the word phase than they did in the Star Trek series. At least I'm Well, I was afraid you were going to tell me it was a taser or something. No, it was a phaser. (laughs) A phaser in Star Trek. This is a little different. Yeah. This is a little different. Well, hey, thanks for having me on the show today, Jim. Uh, It's great to be here on Lord's Financial Planning with the man himself, Jim Lord, our host, and all our listeners out there. I wanted to say, hey, I've had a great week, Jim. It's been a fun week. I've been busy, but not crazy. How about you? How is everything going there for you? I'll tell you what, it's, uh, it, it's amazing to me that we're, we're here at the beginning of May. I mean, this is, this is mind-boggling. Yeah. It seems like the year has absolutely flown by. I've been working pretty diligently on trying to, uh, try to encourage my yard to become green. That's been a, a big undertaking <laughs> for me. And I'm, and I'm training for my, my bike across Kansas. But I'm telling you, that, that yard of mine, uh, I think I must have the worst yard on planet Earth. Nope, Tony. that would go to me. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Don't talk to me about yard work. We're so frustrated with our lawn and we're, we've mm-hmm. tried to revive it. And in the back, it's really bad because it slopes away and it's been... We've been losing ground, so to speak. Hmm. That's not good. Literally and figuratively with our lawn. Figuratively, losing right. <laughs> uh, so there's that. Well, but other than that, you're good. I know you've been meeting with a lot of people, and you have that weekly. Don't you have a thing going on that you offer our listeners out there called Lunch with Jim or something like that? Or Well, it, it, it's not, uh, not a weekly deal, but, but once a month. Now, last month we did, uh, well, actually this month, we had a had a drawing for a gift card to uh, a local greenhouse, Jackson's oh, nice. Greenhouse. Nice. And uh, we have a winner. We're not uh, not going to tell you who that winner was, but I can tell you his first name was Bill. And um, so Bill was I the winner. Uh, That's great. Bill was the winner, and I think he's going to enjoy uh, uh, purchasing some plants. In fact, he told me he was uh, they were getting ready to do some some uh, some yard work as far as uh, landscaping and things like this. So this probably came in pretty handy for Bill. So yeah, I could have used that for our our deteriorating lawn in the back. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> but the, you do that like from time to time, and maybe next month or when you do it again, how can our listeners get in on that? You'll mention it on the show. We will mention on the show. Uh, in fact, next uh, next month, May, we'll be having another um, event, and so stay tuned for information on that. All right, and, that sounds uh, great. That's gonna. I think we're gonna call that Taco Tuesday. Oh, so nice. You might guess it has something to do with tacos. Yeah, there you go. 
Well, I think that's awesome. Now, uh, I want to let our listeners know before we dig into today's topic, uh, uh, phasing into retirement, they can visit your website, which is lordsfinancialplanning.com. It's real easy, lordsfinancialplanning.com. And then along the top there, they can click on the uh, radio link there. It just says radio. And there they can listen to this show. They can listen to past shows. Um, and they can click on either iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify links to go to whichever one of those uh, sources they use. Uh, no charge and subscribe to the show as a podcast. So they'll automatically be notified every time there's a new episode and they can listen to it whenever and wherever they want on whatever device they want, their phone, their tablet, etc. So I think that's really handy. Again, go to lordsfinancial.com and then click on radio uh, at the top of the page there. Uh, now, I'm doing good. Of course, I'm looking forward to learning something new today. So today's episode is uh, about what? The possibility of phasing into retirement? Yeah, Tony, as we, as we talked, I want, to, I want to talk about the possibility of phasing into retirement. Maybe we'll just call it phase into retirement. Uh, you, know, you know, many people, I think, would like to slow this uh, transition from work to retirement. Most people I talk to really would. They're, the abrupt retirement sometimes is a little, little challenging. So, in, in fact, according to an article from Trans-American Center for Retirement Studies report, which was long titled, but striking similarities and disturbing differences employees, worker, or employers, workers, and retirement security. 53% of the workers surveyed expected, Tony, uh, to retire after 65, not before or at 65, but after. And also the study went on and, and found that 56% of the workers thought they'd either work full or part-time after they did retire. So you're telling me, Jim, that a majority of workers out there are planning on to continue working but I know employment is a two-way street. What do employers think about all this? Well, that's a great question, Tony. The same Trans-American study showed that about 70% of the employers agree with the statement. Many employees of my company plan to continue working either full-time or part-time after they retire. That was the statement that 70% of the employers agreed to. And, you know, that shows that the majority of employers are aware that their employees plan to phase into retirement. But, you know, despite that awareness, as uh, as detailed in that report from Transamerican, only 20% of the employers are currently offering a formal phase retirement program. So in this case, formal means a program that uh, specifically has provisions and, and, and requirements for workers who want to transition into retirement, Tony. Yeah. Yeah, so not all employers are offering to help workers continue to work into retirement, is what you're saying. You know, exactly. Uh, another challenge that workers who want to transition face is the lack of policy or programs to facilitate the transition. So, you know, Transamerica found that only 32% of the employers provided flexible schedules. Uh, about the same number, 31% have a process in place uh, to transition from full-time to part-time positions. And, you know, it's clear that, that most workers um, will need to take steps on their own to prepare for a phased retirement. Now, fortunately, uh, Transamerican provided a few uh, recommendations that workers can use to successfully transition into a phased retirement. Right. Uh, excellent. I'm going to hazard a guess that you're ready to share those recommendations with us, right, Jim? Correct, Mungo. <laughs> yes, I am. You know, 
First, I'd say create a budget that includes income, accounts for living expenses, and paying off any debt that you have. And, and consider financial goals like, like building both short-term savings and long-term retirement savings. Second, begin saving for retirement as early as possible, and then be consistent about it. You know, it's also beneficial to uh, create an emergency savings fund so that you can avoid taking out any loans or early withdrawals from your retirement accounts if you need money for something, you know, an emergency. Um, And then I would say, you know, participate in your employer-sponsored retirement plans, if available, and and be sure to take full advantage of the employer match and deferred as much as possible as you can in those programs. You know, if, if you're not offered a plan like a 401k or something like that, then maybe consider contributing to an IRA or some other form of retirement savings on your own. Yeah, that's good advice right there. So those are some good suggestions. I especially like the reminder you mentioned to participate in employer-sponsored plans. Uh, If they offer a 401k, uh, utilize that. And you've talked before, Jim, about how important it is not to leave matching dollars on the table if they offer a match, right? Absolutely. And and yes, we have, because it's just like you know, if somebody wanted to give you a raise, you're, you're not taking it. So, you know, you can also pre- uh, prepare yourself for a phased retirement by taking proactive steps to stay employed. Okay. So, you know, uh, you know, like keeping your job skills up to date, stay current on employment trends and, and marketplace needs. And, and you might even consider going back to school, Tony, to learn new skills or to, or to keep uh, your certifications um, active. Um, yeah. and, and be sure to have a plan in the event that you lose your job or in case of retirement, if it comes early, because, you know, sometimes due to unforeseen circumstances, the timing that you want to retire doesn't always exactly follow your expectations. So also I would say your health is is vitally important. Be sure to take care of yourself and, and monitor your health. You know, in my experience, healthcare can be one of those largest retirement expenses that you're going to face in retirement. Right. And, uh, Obviously, we need to be paying attention here because this is important. This is a big, big part of our lives. And those these are obviously great suggestions. And healthcare, uh, it's just it's such a huge cost for anyone nowadays, especially in retirement. We should probably all do a better job of monitoring our health no matter what our age, right? I agree with that 100%, Tony. Um you know, in my opinion, uh, it, it, it can be extremely beneficial to create good health habits as soon as possible. And, you know, it's just like getting started on your retirement savings and, and creating a solid retirement strategy. But the earlier that you can do it, the more long-term benefits you're going to have from it. You know, if, if, if you can think of your investing in your health as part of your retirement strategy, I think that's the way you need to think of it. Well, Jim, that's good to note. Now, our time is almost up for this first portion of the show. Is there anything else you want to share with us before we take a quick break here? Well, Tony, again, I want to thank you for joining me today, and I want to thank our listeners for tuning in. And hopefully you'll you'll pick up some tidbits on how you may be able to take advantage of phasing out of your workplace into retirement. But uh, I want to encourage our listeners, Tony, to go to our website. Go to lordsfinancialplanning.com. Click on the um, things that are available to you there. Uh, download things that are of, of importance to you. And, and there's a button on there that says, Get My Score. Now, what that's all about is that 
what's your risk tolerance for investing? And I would encourage you just to go ahead and do that and uh, click on that and you'll get a call from our office after after you've done that and we'll, we'll share with you a little bit about what that's all about. But it helps you understand what your risk tolerance is for investing. And then also pick up the phone, call us, and, and tell the staff you'd like to have, uh, uh, like to take advantage of a one-hour no-obligation consultation. Come on in, sit down, we'll have a cup of coffee, talk about what's important to you, and, and see if we can help you accomplish what you want to accomplish with your financial plans and your retirement plans. Right. And that's a great plan. Now, Jim, I know you're offering that complimentary consultation and you're willing to run some reports all for no cost. If somebody just wants to call you up, set up a time to meet, there's no cost, no obligation. What's that number again? That would be 785-266-6002, Tony. All right. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Lord's Financial Planning and our host, Jim Lord, right after this. Most people plan on taking their social security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call Lord's Financial Planning at 785-266-6002 or visit lordsfinancialplanning.com to request your complimentary social security maximization report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. And welcome back to Lord's Financial Planning. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host, he is the man with the plan, as I like to say, none other than Jim Lord, sitting across from me, looking beautiful as ever. Jim, I don't know how you do it. You've got the perfect face for radio. You've got great energy today. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to learn from you. Um, and today, you've been giving us a lot of wisdom regarding phasing into retirement. In the first section, you covered a whole bunch of stuff. You discussed the gap between workers who want to continue working and employers who don't have processes and programs or desires to facilitate that or those goals. And in this next segment, I know you mentioned you wanted to talk about more of how you can phase into retirement. Um, there is a marketwatch.com article from February of this year, why employers are so bad at phased retirement. And they delve into some of the reasons uh, that they don't offer phased retirement to employees, despite the fact that studies show it could be good for business. It seems like an odd scenario, Jim. Why wouldn't they do something that will be good for their business? That's a big question, Tony. You know, phased retirement permits the employer and the employees to have an opportunity to kind of adjust to a new working reality over a period of time. And you see, often when, when somebody leaves employment, um, both the employer and the employee go through somewhat of a chaotic period of adjustment. Sometimes you think that they're not going to miss you, but they really are. <laughs> so phased retirement or, or flexible work arrangements can, can help alleviate some of those uh, periods of chaos for both the employer when a valuable employee leaves as well as the employee. So I think it's vital. Um, and, and, you know, there are many types of programs listed out there. One of them was on a uh, uh, marketwatch.com article back in 2017 that cited some some examples. This was from uh, the Government Accountability Office. And uh, one of the things that it cited, it said uh, a program that permits employees age 55 and older uh, who have at least 10 years of work history to cut their hours by 20 percent, 
That was uh, one one uh, example. They said it uh, includes corresponding 20% pay cut, but permits the employee to keep their health insurance and pension accrual benefits. Now, another program permitted employees age 60 and older who have at least five years of work history with the company to, to reduce their hours by anywhere from 20 to 50%. So, Employees could reduce their hours uh, uh, by even more if they were willing to lose their health care benefits. Uh, another employer um, uh, permits employees to, uh, that are 55 and older with seven years of service to, to, to negotiate their own uh, glide path, so to speak, to retirement. You know, it's kind of like uh, uh, paragliding, slowly heading towards a perfect landing, okay? Uh, moving from full-time employment to, to full-time retirement. Uh, you know, while retaining benefits. And, and you know, there was yet another company that uh, uh, cited in uh, this same marketwatch.com article that permits their employees to switch to a less stressful or complex duties to phase to part-time work. You know, all the while they were able to retain their health insurance uh, if they worked at least 25 hours a week. Right. It would seem that there are a lot of different types then of phased retirement options uh, that were cited in that article you referenced. Certainly, there should be a customizable solution for almost any company to help their employees. That's true, Tony. And and over time, I, I think that more and more employers will offer phased retirement programs. You know, that marketwatch.com article referenced also a willstoweringwilson.com report. It was entitled Working Late, Managing the Wave of U.S. Retirement. And in that report, 83% of the employers surveyed said that a significant number of their workers are nearing retirement. 54% of those employers believe that the loss of talent and experience from workers retiring will be one of the most significant labor challenges in the next five years. I can imagine that would be hard to replace that level of experience once those workers retire then. It certainly can be. In fact, you know, the Wills Tower report uh, they cited four out of five employers ranked orderly transfer of knowledge of the organization. I get that. Orderly transfer of knowledge of the organization as the number one concern when it comes to managing retiring re- employees. So the report also cited that 60% of the employers felt that uh, erratic retirement impacted workplace productivity. And, and, and nearly one-third mentioned roadblocks to younger workers' promotions as another concern. You know, Wills Tower Wilson cited that uh, these, these concerns were nearly universal among younger and older age workers. Well, I think most businesses, Jim, regardless of the age of their workforce, have some large concerns about how retirement is going to impact them. They have a good idea that retirement is going to impact them, but one area that that might be underestimated is the financial impact it's going to have on their workers. Willis Towers Watson reported that 71% of the employers believe that most of their workers who are nearing retirement age are likely to have enough savings to retire. However, more than half of the older employees surveyed said that they have financial concerns that could delay the retirement. So, in fact, you know, many of the respondents expected to have to delay retirement into their 70s, Tony. Oh, wow. So, is that another disconnect then between the worker and the employer? I mean, do employers expect workers to wait longer to retire? Great point, Tony. It is. You know, in the Willis Towers Watson report, 
77% of the employers expect that many of their older employees will not need to work into their 70s for financial reasons. Now, let's sum up the two competing views in this discussion. You see, workers are concerned about their finances and maybe planning on working longer into their 70s even to, to expand their retirement savings. On the other hand, you know, we've got employers who believe their older employees are set for retirement and will likely retire as soon as they can. So, you know, in our first segment, we mentioned some of the steps an individual could take to increase their opportunities to work into older ages. If you missed that, you can always catch it on podcast or the radio page. Just go to our web, go to lordsfinancialplanning.com and check it out. Um, in our next segment, Tony, uh, we're going to look at some of the steps that, uh, that companies are taking to manage employees and, and to deal with these late retirement ages. Yeah. Well, you're right there. Our time is almost up for this segment, Jim. Do you have any closing comments before we take a quick commercial break? Well, again, I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today. And, and I do hope that uh, the information we're sharing with you today will be beneficial. I want to encourage you, go to our website, go to lordsfinancialplanning.com. Click on that Get My Score page, little little button there, and get your risk tolerance report. And then give our office a call. Call us at 785-2666-002. Tell the staff you'd like to take advantage of that one-hour, no-obligation consultation with Jim. Come on in. We'll provide the coffee. Sit down. We'll visit about what's important to you and, and see if we can help you accomplish what you're trying to accomplish. So give us a call at 785 785- Two six 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 zero zero two. All right, and listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Jim Lord here on Lord's Financial Planning right after this. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your retirement toolkit from Lord's Financial Planning by visiting lordsfinancialplanning.com or calling us at 785-266-6002. And welcome back to Lord's Financial Planning. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. Our host is Jim Lord. And great show today, Jim. Uh, for our listeners out there, if you have any questions uh, or you want more information, you want to subscribe to the show as a podcast, just go to lordsfinancialplanning.com. Now, Jim, in the first segment, you talked about the possibilities of phasing into our retirement. A lot of people are doing this now. And you discussed the gap between workers who want to continue working and those employers who lack processes and programs to facilitate it. In the second segment, you just talked about um, phased retirement as well, but you turned your attention to a MarketWatch.com article. Um, you dove into some of the reasons that very few companies offer phased retirement, despite the fact it can be good for business. And I want to continue this discussion. Uh, you also touched on another resource in that second segment, didn't you? I did. Good memory, Tony. You know, uh, you know. we also explained a Willis Towers Watson report entitled Working Late, Managing the Wave of U.S. Retirement. And that can be found on uh, WillisTowersWatson.com. The report looked at uh, more disconnects between workers and employers. And just before the break, we mentioned that uh, we'd be examining three strategies that companies are using today to manage these changing retirement patterns. So, Jim, what are those three strategies? Well, Tony, employers have started using flexible employment options. 
and uh, they're utilizing retirees as uh, consultants more frequently or maybe contingent workers, and they're expanding phased retirement programs. Now, these, these strategies address the employer concerns of losing experienced, knowledgeable, and uh, effective workers, and, and some of the employees' concern of working longer into retirement. Wow. Well, obviously, that's – let me redo that. So let's start with that middle strategy that you mentioned, the one with consultants. That's interesting. This is one of the more common uh, options currently. And according to this Willis Towers Watson report, roughly 50% of the companies currently utilize former employees as some form of consultant or contingent workers. Now, these workers are already drawing some type of retirement benefit. Also, many companies hire retirees who at one point worked at another company within the same industry to gain from their knowledge as well. Clever idea, right? Right. You know, some companies are also uh, expanding workplace training programs as well. And that's, that's, I think, very good. Um, you know, and as we mentioned in the first segment, workers should, uh, I think, take proactive steps to stay up to date and to improve their skills. And, you know, some companies are also expanding workplace training programs as well. And uh, as we mentioned in the first segment, Workers should uh, take proactive steps to stay up to date and improve their skills. Um, you know, companies are starting to offer enhanced productive training and, and uh, train to, training to help with the transition from retirement and, and training to help with knowledge transfer through, through mentoring. And in the Willis Towers Watson report, 36% of the companies have been adjusting to uh, the physical workplace to provide a better working environment for their employees. Well, what are some of those flexible employment options that you mentioned? Those sounded interesting. At, at nearly one-third of the companies in the survey, workers that are nearing retirement can shift to, into to different roles, Tony. And, and this may mean moving from, let's say, a managerial position to a, a, you know, more of a hands-on contributor role. But the report states that these types of programs may be expanding up to half of the employers by the year 2020. So some companies permit older workers to work shorter work weeks or maybe scale back to part-time or even part-time employment. So, you know, the study uh, sees these options expanding to more employers over the next few years as well, Tony. Yeah. And finally, we've come full circle from the beginning of this episode. The last strategy you mentioned was the phased retirement program, right? That's right, Tony. You know, the entire episode really has been focused on questions about phased retirement. And part of the reason is that uh, these questions about phased retirement, a little bit uncommon. You know, in fact, uh, in the Willis Towers Watson report, only 9% of the companies in the survey have some sort of phased retirement programs, and only 23% expect to have any in place by 2020. So, you know, companies that do offer phased retirement tend to offer the option to senior workers um, in creative or professional positions. And phased retirement is, is, is less likely to be an option for workers in roles that are more aligned uh, with sales or administration. So the same can be said of traditional hourly roles, Tony. Yeah, yeah. And that's unfortunate because a lot of people do want to try out this phased retirement. But how long does a phased retirement typically last? Well, you know, most often, companies will decide the details of a phased retirement on a case-by-case basis. And, you know, typically, phased retirement could last uh, for maybe two years. Uh, this usually consists of working about 30 hours a week during the phased retirement period. Well, Jim, as usual, our time has flown by, and now our time is up for this week's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? 
Well, thank you for tuning in today, listeners. And I uh, just want to remind you that, you know, phased retirement is becoming more common. You know, it's still not an option for, for everybody, but it is becoming more common. And, you know, if you feel that you're not on track to retire when you desire, or you, you know, don't have enough retirement savings currently, give us a call. Give us a call at 785-266-6002. Go to our website, visit our website at lordsfinancialplanning.com. And when we get together, come in for that one hour no obligation consultation. We'll talk about what's important to you and see how we may be able to help you achieve the retirement you're looking forward to. So until next week, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Lord's Financial Planning. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jim Lord at Lord's Financial Planning. Call 785-266-6002 or visit the website at lordsfinancialplanning.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Gradient Securities, LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor offers investment advisory services under the DBA of Gradient Wealth Management. Gradient Securities LLC and its advisors do not render tax, legal, or accounting advice. Insurance products and services are offered through Lord's Financial Planning. Lord's Financial Planning is not affiliated with Gradient Securities LLC. Gradient Securities LLC and Lord's Financial Planning are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities LLC, GS, and or their investment advisory advisor representatives.